Hello, everybody. I'm Kathy Yang. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. gripped in fears. The new coronavirus cases in the country nearly triple in just three days. Infections in China also rising. As Dina Pontierig tells us, China and the Association of Southeast Asian Nations have pledged to jointly fight COVID-19. The fight against the spread of the new coronavirus in South Korea intensifies after seeing a spike in its tally of infections. The number of COVID-19 patients in the country is now at 204, with most cases recorded in Daegu City. We will take special measures for the areas. It is urgent that we find people who have contacted the confirmed patients in these areas and treat the patients. We will give full support, including hospital beds, manpower, and equipment. Meanwhile, China, the origin of the disease, records an uptick in reported infections after days of steady decline. The outbreak has also reached two prisons outside Hubei province, which led to the sacking of top jail officials. 207 infections have so far been confirmed in a prison facility in Shandong, including at least one jail officer. Another 27 cases were reported in a jail in Sejiang. China and the Association of Southeast Asian Nations have pledged to jointly fight and overcome the COVID-19 outbreak. A number of ASEAN member countries have confirmed infections, including Thailand, Singapore, Vietnam, and the Philippines. We will strengthen collaboration, interagency response, all competent departments, health, quarantine, transport, water control will continue close coordination to prevent the spread of the virus in the region. Over in Japan, the government has come under fire for its handling of the infamous virus hit Diamond Princess. That's as hundreds more disembarked from the ship after undergoing a two-week quarantine. Some evacuated passengers, though, tested positive for the disease after returning home. In the U.S., 11 Diamond Princess evacuees have been confirmed to be infected. In Australia, two passengers who were allowed to disembark also tested positive for COVID-19. Outside mainland China, over 1,200 cases and 11 deaths from COVID-19 have been recorded across 29 countries and territories. As the health crisis remains unresolved, more industries are concerned over its impact on their operations. For the global airline industry, it expects the first annual decline in passenger demand in 11 years due to the outbreak. The estimate shaves off about 4.7% from a passenger traffic forecast issued just two months ago, with almost all of the impact in the Asia-Pacific region. Dino Pontierig, ABS-CBN News. Here at home, Philippine shares finished lower amid fears over the creeping spread of the COVID-19 across Asia. But as Michelle Long tells us, the main index still managed to notch a weekly gain. Asian markets traded mixed on Friday. On the one hand, China says work resumption is speeding up, overcoming COVID-19 challenges. On the other, the World Health Organization warns that while cases outside China remain low, that may not stay the same for long. 
Trading Edge thinks markets are not completely buying into the hype yet that China is already able to contain the virus. If you look at the equity markets of Vietnam, um, Indonesia, Thailand, uh, uh, Malaysia, including the Philippines, all of these uh, uh, stock exchanges have actually uh, fallen uh, below their 2019 lows. So we have yet to see a notable uh, buying activity fueled by increased demand uh, across regions. For the day, the PSE index shed over half a percent to close at 73.69, though still managing to post a weekly gain. We are in a bullish period in a bearish market. The reason being, we are in a bullish period, uh, buoyed or uh, boosted by corporate earnings. Uh, 29 uh, corporate earnings has been uh, good so far, led by the banks and uh, the properties, and uh, this has helped. Uh, with uh, this week's gain. But if you're going to look at the overall backdrop of the market, it's still about the COVID-19. Uh, it's, uh, uh, it's, uh, uh, it's spread throughout the world and uh, its impact on the economy. In corporate stories, Ayala Land plans to offer up to 10 billion pesos in retail bonds to help fund maturing debt. The developer also boosting its share buyback budget by 25 billion pesos to 26.1 billion another indicator of bullishness in what some already consider an undervalued stock. Plus, good news to holders of Ali shares. Cash dividend for the second half of 2019 is up 3%. Meanwhile, ABS-CBN shares shed some of the gains from Thursday's impressive rally ahead of the Senate hearing on its franchise on Monday. Phil Stocks Financial says the selling in ABS-CBN shares has been overdone. If the franchise gets renewed for ABS-CBN, then it's, it's, it's business as usual for the company. And we see this one uh, still able to hit uh, target, an initial target price of uh, 35 pesos, around 35 pesos. Now, if the franchise does not get renewed, then uh, the, way, uh, uh, the possibility is ABS-CBN can still shift to the, uh, to the digital space where there is a growing market. At the same time, uh, it still has other business segments. It still has the uh, music, film production, still has uh, uh, amusement and uh, other business segments out there. You have fintech, uh, so and cosmetics even. So uh, with with these, uh, we still see potential uh, upside for ABS-CBN, even if there would be a non-renewal franchise target price for this case is going to be around 25 pesos. Michelle Long, ABS-CBN News. Asian currencies also take a hit from the continued spread of the novel coronavirus. As Ron Cruz tells us, the Philippine peso seemed to depreciate even further after the country's balance of payments swung to a deficit in January. Worries over the spread of the COVID-19 outbreak in Asia driving funds from the region to flee to the towering U.S. dollar. The greenback hitting a three-year high while Japan's yen suffers its worst week in over two years. Global Forex broker Rwanda sees central banks playing a bigger part in helping cushion the impact of the virus outbreak. We're going to see more rate cuts from the Philippines. We saw Indonesia cut yesterday. We've seen Thailand cut. Uh, we're probably going to see South Korea cut. The good thing is that uh, for most of 2019, well, the latter half of it, Asian currencies performed quite well. So there is room there uh, for, uh, for, for the regional banks to uh, central banks to cut rates. I think Singapore itself, though, has a lot of money in the bank. So it was in a much better position to offer a, a, a fairly aggressive stimulus package. That isn't the case across uh, most of the rest of the region. So, um, 
you know, we're really left with monetary policy to carry the to carry the load. So to a certain extent, a lot of the the the, the, um, the uh, developing countries will just have to play a waiting game and hope that um, the main players on the stage manage to um, to keep their act together. Rwanda's Asia-Pacific senior analyst Jeffrey Halley, however, adds the Philippine peso and Indonesia's rupiah will be among the most insulated. The sort of flows we're seeing at the moment are, are markets chasing their tails. Uh, so this is why we're starting to see these flip-flop markets on a, on a daily basis. It rushes up one day, rushes down the next. But when the noise settles, not really much has happened. Everybody gets tarred with the same brush. And so when they tend to move out of developing markets, they do it as a, as a thundering herd stampeding for the door. So I do believe, though, that uh, the high yields um, in, in, in countries such as um, as Philippines and Indonesia, where there's such a global search for yield on at the moment, um, will prove to be a, a positive development. The peso, which was last year's second best performing currency in Asia after the Thai bot, is now flat year to date. This as more dollars went out of the country in January, driving the balance of payments to a deficit after six months of surplus. Japetan Tianko, Phil Stock's financial even believes the local currency can weaken further in the medium to long term. Expectation is that uh, we will be having, a, uh, right now we will be having at least twin deficits for this year, given that uh, the global economy is weakening uh, because of the COVID-19, so there won't be expectation of much uh, uh, importation from the Philippines. Philippines, meanwhile, strengthening the, their imports because of the uh, build, build, build program, so there's going to be the trade deficit. Uh, with respect to a foreign uh, foreign investments, again, because of the weakening of the uh, global economy, we may not see much investments flow into the country. For the day, the peso closed at 50 pesos and 94 centavos against the dollar. Ron Cruz, ABS-CBN News. Malacanang says lawmakers do not need to take cues from President Duterte when it comes to the franchise renewal of media giant ABS-CBN. As R.G. Cruz tells us, the lower house has set a hearing for franchise applications, but ABS-CBN's franchise bills are not on the agenda. On ANC's Head Start Friday, presidential spokesperson Salvador Panelo told lawmakers not to take seriously the attacks of President Duterte against ABS-CBN. ABS-CBN's application for a fresh franchise had been pending in Congress since 2014. Under the Aquino administration and the president's attacks against ABS-CBN, kept it in the freezer. If you are influenced by the actions of this man or the utterances of this man, then you have no business being members of Congress. Why does the spear have to to take a cue from Malacanang. Why do members of Congress have to wait for what the president will say about anything? He wants to shut down the fraudulent practices of your network. Because that is the job of Congress. A member of the House Committee on Legislative Franchises says many of them are now awaiting what's next for the House following pronouncements from Panelo and Senator Bongo. Congressman Jerico Nograles says over 90 lawmakers have signed a resolution authored by Albay Representative Edsel Lagman to bring the EBS-CBN franchise bills to the plenary. I think the general sentiment ng mga members ng Congress is um, uh, like the general public, which is uh, nabibitin din. So nabibitin din kami kung kailan ba talaga. But on Thursday, House Speaker Cayetano already said that any motion to discharge the bills and bypass the committee would be tantamount to a challenge on the leadership. Yung discharge kasi, 
Eh, paano kung lahat na lang ng may nilalakad sa Congress, sabihin wag natin sundin yung committee? Then, then it will be an affront talaga to the present leadership. Ngayon, kung ayaw nila sa amin, pwede naman nila kaming palitan na at any point uh, in time. Diba? Pero pagka binastos nila ang aming chairman sa committee on uh, uh, franchise, I will have to support him. Diba? Y- yun lang naman. So it's more of the procedure. The committee is set to meet on Monday, the same time the Senate meets on the EBS-CBN franchise and the agenda obtained by EBS-CBN shows, three franchise applications are set for deliberations, none from EBS-CBN. Nograles explains usually franchise applications just breeze through Congress. He maintains that the EBS-CBN franchise should go through the House first, but says the Senate can still talk about it. Pwede naman sigurong magkaroon ng briefing instead of hearing doon sa Senate. And I don't know kung yan po ang gagawin ng uh, committee ni Senator Grace po uh, dahil uh, kung gagawin niyang uh, actual hearing yan, baka makonsider yan as unconstitutional. Both Nograles and Albay Representative Edsel Lagman are of the belief that the National Telecommunications Commission may give away EBS-CBN's frequencies once its current franchise expires and it has no replacement franchise. R.G. Cruz, EBS-CBN News. Senators and experts say the upper chamber can tackle ABS-CBN's franchise even if renewal bills are still pending at the lower house. That's in contrast to claims made by House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano, who said the Senate's upcoming hearing on the issue is illegal. More from Sherry Ann Torres. The Senate Committee on Public Services will push through with its hearing on the ABS-CBN franchise on Monday. These despite objections from House leaders. House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano asserts they should be the one to tackle the ABS-CBN franchise first. He cites Section 24, Article 6 of the 1987 Constitution, which states that tax, budget, and local bills, including franchise applications, must emanate from the House of Representatives. Cayetano was also slighted by what he sees as the Senator's complete disregard of the Senate and lower House's interparliamentary courtesy. But for former University of the Philippines College of Law Dean Pacifico Agabin, there is no clear provision in the Constitution that prohibits the Senate from hearing local bills like the ABS-CBN franchise. It does not preclude the Senate from uh, hearing uh, preliminarily an uh, application if only to expedite the process. So uh, since the Senate uh, is an independent uh, body, it can also conduct its own uh, hearing. Senator Joel Villanueva says nothing prevents the Senate from conducting public hearings concerning public interest. For Senator Panfilo Lacson, Cayetano may have a point about local bills emanating from the House. But to equate the ABS-CBN franchise issue to charter change is incorrect because the Senate has been hearing and passing tax and local measures ahead of the lower House for years. Senate President Vicente Soto III, for his part, has again assured Cayetano what they will tackle in the Senate are the supposed franchise violations committed by ABS-CBN and will not touch on whether Congress should pass the network's current franchise application. Senator Francis Pangilinan, meanwhile, addresses criticism. Senators are favoring ABS-CBN too much on the issue of its franchise. Isang ba ang venue ng franchise? Di ba sa Kongreso? sa Senado at sa, at sa House of Reps. So, uh, dapat 
silang bigyan ng venue dahil kami ang mag-aaprobahan ng kanilang prangkisa. Sherian Torres, ABS-CBN News. And that's it for today. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.